Hello, everybody. Welcome back once again to another fantastic episode of Two Kobolds in a Trench Coat, the best TTRPG podcast you will listen to. And I'm saying that because it's true. Um, and today we are, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to deny it. We put a lot of work in. Um, yeah, so today yeah, we we're turn gonna, up, that's enough. Yeah, exactly. So today we're going to um, do one of our segments called Talking Class, as I've named it. Um, and we've called it, and we're going to do The Rogue. And we have a very special guest. You know her from Roll the Damn Dice as Oriana. You know her from Homebrew Havoc. I just nearly forgot the name of our own show. Cadis <laughs> on Homebrew Havoc. And on Monday, the 8th of May, you'll see her on the final boss fight uh, YouTube channel for Twitch. a Twitch channel as well uh, for a one shot called Furious Road. It is the one and only, our lovely friend and returning to the show, Tony Shaw. Welcome back. Welcome Thank back, you. Tony. How are the cushions, how's the cushions this time round? We've got new cushions. Oh, they're good. So. Yeah, I noticed. The, the decoration here is like, you guys have upped your game since last time I was I was round. Uh, I like See? the chandelier I, I, as well. The chandelier is yeah. like a real think, statement piece. I think maybe you're, like, you're giving us a little bit too much credit. We're just like, we just dusted. That's literally all I did. So... <laughs> And this is why we're I mean, the best TTRPG podcast you can listen to. I'm, I'm stand by. Because we it. dust. <laughs> we yeah, dust. Well, no, because it's yeah, that as well. <laughs> I love coming to the cave. I love I love coming to the cave. I love sitting around the fire on these on these lovely new cushions um, with some toasted marshmallows going. Um, mm -hmm. It's great. I'm I'm you know I love coming to visit you guys. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for turning up. <laughs> <laughs> But we are here to talk about the rogue. <gasps> yes, indeed. So, now, yeah. what? Where? Where should we kick this off? Let's start off with asking your sure. personal preference. Yeah. Go on. Right. Um, what I'll say is, what is it that draws you, Tony, friend of the show, to the rogue? Sneak attack. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, everybody. Good night. Thanks for joining us. There we go. That's it. Sneak attack. There we go. All done. Um, sneak attack. Yes. That's it. Yeah. Um, no, but in 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 like in all seriousness, in all seriousness, because this is a very serious episode. Um, is I, it? Okay. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. I, I did, like... did, have you not heard my paladin rant? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it's just, no, talking I... class paladin was just me ranting for twenty minutes. Um. <laughs> um yeah no i think i think what i like about it is that it's one of those classes it's one of those middle classes that i quite enjoy in terms of it's you can you know do melee battle with it um you can do ranged in some circumstances for myself personally with oriana who is a rogue i've got magic with her because of innate tiefling abilities and uh, she's an arcane trickster rogue so mm -hmm. you've got a lot of variation in that which i really enjoy I also really like having uh, super high decks and like stealth and everything. And I find from what my experience of D&D, &D, that's always really useful to have um, a big old high decks. Obviously, mm -hmm. you don't have to if you don't want to. But why the hell are you playing a rogue? Mm -hmm. You know? Um, yeah. Hilarious, man. Uh, <laughs> I don't, but. No, I, I do. I like that aspect. I feel like there's a lot of um, a lot of variation with the rogue because, mm. you know, the armor class is pretty like middle ground. I had a, when I was 
So at the moment with Oriana, we very recently leveled up and I've taken a level in sorcery as well. But before that, when I was just pure rogue, I had like a level 15. Uh, okay. Like a, a 15 AC, sorry, um, an AC 15. Oh, okay. Wow. Which was pretty good. Um, Like that was with the leather armor and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that kind of gives you that opportunity to do kind of more ranged stuff, but also if needs be, get up in there and get with, you know, doing some melee bits of melee uh, attacks as well. Yeah, which definitely. I like. And then of course, sneak attack, which I love so much. Um, level uh, with the level nine rogue that I had with Ariana, um, 5d6 extra damage. Mwah. Pretty damn chef's, good. Chef's kiss. And <laughs> well, nine, times out of, nine times out of 10, I would be able to use it as well because we have a paladin as well, played by the lovely Joy Amy Wigman, a paladin, a dragonborn paladin who is always getting involved in the melee fighting. So, so within five feet of you at all times. Or pretty much, or within five foot of a of some form of enemy. So like, wow. I'm basically it's like the great. Um, it's great if you're if you're a rogue and you've got a barbarian or a paladin or a fighter or any one of them, like a strength based fighter. And any of those sort of classes on your side, monks, uh, you are just You're good to go every single time. Yeah. yeah, it's brilliant. I love it. So spam that sneak attack. I am just gonna say, I actually had an NPC rogue. I don't, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but when I create my NPCs, I don't just use standard stat blocks. Certain ones get their own full stat block, like as if they were a character, because on occasion, my players have had to puppet these npcs so i have them with full stat blocks just in case this guy was a level 15 rogue and in a single shot from his short bow he did something like 37 points of damage and i was i looked at it and i went hmm uh yeah uh that bandit that he just fired at um, <laughs> is um, very it's very much just paste on the floor right now. So uh, yeah, don't worry about that guy. Um, yeah, you just just carry, <laughs> moving on. On. carry on. Moving yeah. on. It's ridiculous yeah. how much damage that sneak attack can add. It's yeah, it's, it's crazy, mad. And then also you've got um, evasion on there as well. No evasion. Yeah, evasion. I'm, yeah, I know what uncanny the, dodge. The thing, uncanny dodge. The I think evasion's the one where I know the names of them. And I remember evasion is where you do. take half damage, I think, or That's you negate it. some of the damage. If, it, if you do, so yeah, if you have to roll a deck save against a spell attack, if you succeed, you take no damage rather than half, and if you mm-hmm. fail, you only take half rather than the full damage. Which what is an ability mwah. again, so perfect. Good. Yeah, so good. Um. And also because I'm a tiefling as well. So I think it was one time um, I was in a wall of fire. I mean, it didn't it didn't, it didn't really matter in the end because I succeeded, so I didn't take any of the damage. Mm. But if I'd have failed, I would have taken half the damage because of evasion and mm-hmm. also another, and then that halved again because I was fire resistant because I was a tiefling. Uh-huh. So it was all... It worked all in your favour there. Oh, yeah, it's brilliant. I love love this combination. if you haven't gone and seen Roll the Damn Dice, go check it out. It's a great show. And you will notice 
that Oriana does have some magical items. <gasps> is it the dagger on the the uh, the magical daggers on the arms or something? Isn't it something like yeah. that? Yeah. So um, Paul uh, Avery, Paul Avery, who DMs, um, who mostly DMs for Roll the Damn Dice, mm-hmm. homebrewed me this item for Oriana, which is just incredible. I love it. Um, so they are called the Armbands of Flying Daggers, I think is the name that he's given it. But they're basically just these armbands and you just pull an unlimited supply of daggers from them. Nice. Um, which are great in combat. So you could just but you do you can do two at a time as an attack. Um but the, wow. the figure they kind of they don't last. So if oh, you okay. pull one out to stab somebody with, you could do that. But if you don't stab them, then it will disappear. Like so you don't it doesn't like Oh, so you have to do something. Right, okay. Yeah. You kind of have to do something or nothing really happens with them. So it's a little um, bit like the psychic blades on the um Is it the uh, fighter? No, the uh, the psionic rogue class has a, a thing called psychic blades. Oh, and yes. you can basically use uh, them like right. that. Um and then yeah, whether you hit be, or miss that after that attack, they disappear. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, okay. It's probably it's probably based off that. Then he's just he he gave that to me as a homebrew item that I could do it as an arcane trickster rogue as well. Um, nice. But they instead of like psychic damage, they do uh, magical piercing damage Ooh. instead, which um, is always quite handy because mm. there's always going to be an enemy out there that has will only be harmed by magical weapons. Yeah, they're really good. And then obviously have that on top of, with a bit of sneak attack. That's another like whatever, however many. Yeah, another D six, another more. All the D sixes. Yeah, yeah all, all the D sixes, all the D sixes. It's just I occurred to me eight. that rogues are essentially just little, just just little balls of of compact damage, really, aren't they? Oh yeah. Just, they're insane. I this is why I think this is why I love them so much, because I always think like because a dagger attacks don't do much damage at all, and like that's normally what I go for because of mm-hmm. you know being a rogue and like I've got these armband armband things, and like normally I don't they just don't do a lot of a whole lot of damage. So then when you add the sneak attack on top, it's always the amount of times where I've like been an episode and I'll like do it and I like and normally the enemy will be on like five hit points and I managed to get take them all down with just the attack or like the two blade attacks and then I'm gonna like I'm gonna roll sneak attack and Paul was like you don't need to but I want like, to Paul I'm going to <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's don't deny thing. me Avery I'm gonna do, do it <laughs> yeah well damn it don't deny me man yeah it's the one thing I have <laughs> no this is uh, my my entertainment for the evening: rolling yeah. massive numbers of clicky clacks. Um, I mean, not to lie be numbers. honest, it does. I mean, that's what they're there for. But yeah, now if you this is this is a broken thing. Is if you had like a low dex rogue, it's just like the worst rogue of all time. What, what is the point? I don't, exactly. Like, what are you just, doing? I'm just going to put it out there. That in my in, in my Monday group there is a rogue. Dex is not their highest stat. What's the highest stat? Charisma. Okay. Now um, interesting. followed now, followed I... by intelligence. Now the reason being they are a mastermind. That's why. Okay. That is why. 
they base a lot of their features off of intelligence and their charisma. So the dexterity for them is just kind of like, eh, okay, what I'm going to do instead is, oh, none of my friends are in range. I'm going to give myself insightful fighting so I still get the advantage and still get the sneak attack and I've just discovered your weakness. So fuck you, bitch. Oh, sorry. That was rude. Oh, well. That's all right. You can you you guys swear. Have sworn multiple times on this I, show. I, I have there. said so much worse, but I feel bad every time. Um, Explicit it's warning. It's, it's because it's because you're here, Tony. I don't I don't mind like making Shiv's ears bleed. Oh but... no, it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from I'm from I'm from. <laughs> You're from, you're from. I'm from, I'm from uh, Telford and I used to work in a co-op in Telford. That would be every other word for some. There you go. Not, you know. Like Pretty worse. salty language in Telford. Oh, yeah, yeah, to be fair, a bit of Telford I was working in. Um, yeah. um, I grew up in London. Yeah. Or near London. Oh, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. London. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. You win. I win. The, the whole of England, apparently. Um it's uh, it's an interesting and very diverse place. Um, I am glad I left. Um, <laughs> I don't like London at all. It's, no. it's too big. It's too busy. It's too smelly. Um, Edinburgh's better. There, you heard it on mm. two kobolds. Edinburgh's better. Oh, okay. I'll take you yeah, for it. Never been. I, I okay. agree with that. Yeah, mm. Edinburgh's just better. The tram is clean. Top, Top travel <laughs> the, tip. Go to Edinburgh. <laughs> London is nice. London's beautiful. I do like London as well. London's gorgeous, but Edinburgh is stunning. It's so gorgeous there. And it's got underground caverns where they like they built on top of the old city, and it's yeah. like oh, super haunted. Perfect for rogues hiding in shadowy places, waiting to pick your pocket. And that's the segue that's we want. We're, we're back in. We're back in. We're back in, baby. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. The issue that I've seen with rogues is that they are regularly played as the um, the cocky pickpocket type. A lot of people I know are always all like, oh, I, I'm the best rogue ever, I'm the best pickpocket. What is the best way to avoid that trope? Because it drives me nuts. Well, somebody's not watched Roll the Dope Dice. Um, <laughs> I unfortunately <laughs> haven't because no. I have shit in it. I don't get no. to watch these things because they I don't have. they no. don't play for me, and I'm really upset by this as I can't watch no, half of my that's... shows. To be fair, to be fair, no, she's. I think Ariana has that like vibe. Um, so I do kind of play her as this kind of like Cockney kind of, but she's not. She's not. All of that's not her thing. I don't play her as this big old like edge lord, like oh I'm a fucking gangster and I'm gonna fuck you. You know, I she she's um I have so I created her backstory based on the fact that the reason she became a rogue is because she was kind of more forced into it. So there is a little bit of an edgy vibe to her, but not I don't like playing on it too much. I like playing with the more of the sort of comedy side of things just because that's I prefer that as a performer. But um, I I think how I did it or how I've sort of tried to avoid it is that she kind of has a bit of a Fagin-y vibe <laughs> in which 
<laughs> you only got to pick a bucket or two. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, kids, out you I go. Just... Collecting all the no. urchins? No, no. So she's she's faking it in the fact that she does basically look after all of these like orphan kids. However, what the kind of the twist on that is is that I play that her whole backstory is that she looks after these kids who have been like orphaned and are homeless and living on the streets of the plug hole, which is a like the cap essentially like the capital city or like close as close as within the world that Roll the Damn Dice is sat. And she actually tries really hard to make sure that none of the kids have to do that so she goes out and does it herself she'll go out and she'll steal food um you know like trinkets coins usually off like the rich and affluent um wow. because reverse fagin <laughs> yeah um but then then she also she'll also go out and she'll go and steal like learning resources so like books oh. and stuff like that because she wants the kids that she looks after to actually have a future and to be able to go out and not have to worry about, oi, you're wanted for like nicking this thing. And it's like, she wants to be able to make sure that they don't have to go through that. So she uh-huh. looks after them. She makes sure that she they grow up in an environment where they have everything that they need. And then once once they're like old enough, they, there's chances for them to go out into the world and actually like, get jobs, become apprentices for people because they haven't got like a criminal record because she's the one doing all the criminal activity. <laughs> ah. So I do I do kind of play her as a, a bit of like a, a like a mom was kind mm-hmm. of the vibe, but like a bit a bit of a like a fun mom, but it's made Not wine a lot. Mom. <laughs> <No>. Well, um <laughs> yeah. Maybe, you see the show. It's in the evenings. In the evenings. It's made I think that side of her has been made a lot easier because one of the performers luke is actually playing one of these kids um ah i did wonder where that wizard came from yeah Mm. so flight is luke's playing flight who's this 13 year old girl who is oriana's adopted daughter essentially or one of many adopted daughters and there's a whole load of other family connections there that's just going to take me hours to explain. And it's not really important to this conversation, but... Um, it is to the listeners. Yeah. <laughs> uh, watch, watch, watch the show, yeah. gang. It's great. Um, or even yeah. better, record it for me so that I and then send it to me on a USB so I can see it because I can't actually what stream. What I'll do is I'll, I'll, burn, I'll download I... them and burn them all to CD for, DVD Please. for you. Yeah. So get, put, get, get, make a little style. cover as well. Send it to yeah. me in like a DVD case I'll and I'll, I'll play it on my... Uh, on Good Lord, it's like it's 1998 again. <laughs> oh, don't even. We've only just got fibre. <laughs> I've only just had fibre installed. Come on, um, I've got to wait another two months before I can switch. Um, well, I do, thieves. I do like, yeah, I um, do like the sort of thief of the heart of gold aspect. I think that's yeah. Fun. So I think Robin Hood's probably a better. A, just really? destroying, just destroying my studio space. The chandelier, the chandelier's fallen. The chandelier so, um, in the cave has fallen. I'm sorry, oh. I kicked the rope. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, this is okay. going to be a big so it's me and my, It's me and my twitchy leg syndrome. I'm sorry. <laughs> Restless leg. <laughs> and the salamander's got out of its cage as well. I'm sorry. Let me just go and put that back in. Hang on. I actually do have to go and remove the dog. Excuse me. Keep talking. I can... Oh, I thought you meant an actual salamander. I thought 
I was so, I was like really stressed out. I was like, shit, you got a salamander that's a snake? No, I wish I had a salamander. No, no. You're, you're calling my, Sky, you're calling Sky my, a salamander. Sky is the what? official kobold salamander, yeah. Okay, you know, that's interesting. That's, okay, that's all right, I'm not stressed anymore. Bloody hell, nearly had a heart attack then. It's like, um, oh, a menagerie of lizards has got out, what? Um... <laughs> But yeah, the heart of gold aspect I quite like because it just gives a different sort of take on the rogue than the standard yeah. sort of like, this is what I, they do. They're the bad guy. They're seedy. They're sort of a little bit, you know, from the yeah. wrong side of the tracks. No, she's definitely, she's definitely a good, she's definitely a good person. She just found herself in unfortunate circumstances, um, but she's also not afraid to like do the dirty work. So do the stealing and stuff she's not really mm. afraid of that because that's what she's had to grow up doing because she grew mm-hmm. up thinking um that she was an orphan for such a long time um canonically she's like 40 ish mm-hmm. um so yeah she's like spent like a good period of time because it was basically in this the campaign that we're playing now is when she kind of got whisked away by this group of adventurers because her three of her kids, including Flight, who Luke plays, got kidnapped. Mm-hmm. Um, so she had to, like, fight and conveniently found herself in the exact same place as all of the other player characters. Um, <laughs> and, like, then she's gone She's gone on to help them. Now, like, they, she found the kids. Turns out they're all fine. And then she's ended up going on an adventure to help these this this group of travellers that have helped, who helped her find her kids. Yeah, she's like, well, I'll go help you. And also, there's a, a thing with a, a like a child that's calling out for help, and that kind of plays to her like. There must hope. be. I must always help the yeah, yeah the that downtrodden. Mother, that really thing. mothering yeah. side. So I suppose I think Robin Hood's probably a better comparison for her than maybe <laughs> Fagin because Fagin's more very like, nah, I will sit back and do nothing. You fuckers yeah. go and get you, the shit. You know, yeah, you bring me trinkets and cash and stuff. And I'll, yeah. I'll sell them. Like, yeah, well, she's pretty yeah. much, she's pretty opposite. I think it's just the whole looks after kids, but actually yeah. she's doing it from a very, like, nurturing point of view rather than a, oh, I can get stuff out of this. So that's how I kind of do it. And I don't <laughs> like playing into her being too kind of edgy. I think I do play with a bit of a fun side because she is fun and, you know, a yeah. bit of a, more of like a, a sort of a bit of a lad kind of rather than necessarily like a, you know, yeah proper sort of yeah i'm gonna steal from every party member type attitude she would never steal from anybody who she Hmm. likes or is friends with so she would never steal from the party because that's not her that's she just wouldn't she wouldn't gain anything from that no exactly morally and it's just like what's the point because i'm gonna be i'm with these guys and i've said i'll help them so i'm not gonna steal from everybody else so i suppose i suppose in a way that that there is that kind of edgy vibe but it's very much kind of. Um, it's always in the background. It's not always at yeah. the front. It's not prevalent. I feel it's that's, not. It's that's not the kind her personality. Yeah. It's not her personality. No. So no. I suppose in that sense, that's how I do it. That's cool. No, I like that. I like that take on the rogue. It's it's good. Um, it's different. It's 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 not as in your face as like because I've played in games where the rogue will do something like that. Will be like everyone's asleep. Right, I'm going to start stealthing and pickpocketing mm. people. You're like. Why? Yeah. <laughs> what are you getting I, out of I this? I know that you're a rogue, but <laughs> kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. It's just like she, kleptomania. <laughs> she would she would never do that as a character, but there is also an I would never do that as a player because I think that's mm-hmm. a real 
like i feel like that's just a bit of a dick move as a player yeah, yeah. like yeah i always think that for me D is a very much a group game like it's a team sport um yes. it's a team game and you're a team and unless there is something that specifically happened or there is a specific story that you're trying to tell or you've discussed it beforehand that you're like actually we're gonna play enemies and this is gonna be the storyline that we want to create just play it be nice and helpful to yeah, the rest of the yeah. players or else yep. it's just not i don't know it just yep. doesn't, it stops being fun i suppose uh, or yeah. at least I don't think it would be fun. I mean, that's just a precisely. You know, I can't talk for every single player in the world ever because that's not. I'm not. Yeah. Those people. <laughs> you represent you know, the whole rogue. Uh, you, you're you're representing you the rogue right now. Um, so, I obviously I've mentioned that in my Monday game there is a mastermind. What do you think of the idea as a of a, the rogue played as the law abiding? side so our mastermind is actually a private detective that works i like that i love that so so they brought me this concept and said to me i want it to be a little bit like columbo (laughs) oh just one more thing (laughs) just one more thing yeah that's that's pretty much it and it's very columbo but they use all their rogue skills as like deception and the sleight of hand it's all about the illusion and the building and the, the, the trickery and that but they don't actually actively you know they don't steal they break into places to go and find evidence and investigate stuff but they don't actually steal anything in fact i i have never seen them pick a pocket we've been playing for a year and they have not picked a single pocket yeah, and that, i'm I... like is this a ro- is this really a rogue is it a rogue yeah no i I love that because like that, that's the thing I was like to be fair I, I say she is a pickpocket but in the campaign she's never picked any pockets she's never stolen anything because she's not needed to now um so I I'm kind of in the same I like I've not actually stolen anything in character the thought that I can think of off the top of my head anyway um but like I've not actually stolen anything because I've not needed to um and I think that that works is like because the the skills involved the the sort of stereotypical like main skills that you get as a rogue like you know investig well in because intelligence is normally the second or at least for me it is intelligence is the second because i'm arcane trickster and that's my spell casting modifier so yes yeah, so, yeah so it's got to be yeah so you're high so intelligence got, high decks so yeah investigation yeah i've got a plus 11 to investigation um pers- uh, you know high i've got because charisma and intelligence for me are the same um, I got the same modifier for him, uh, which right. is why I've decided to go sorcerer as my sort of next my multi class for her. But yeah, like there's so many things in stealth, sleight of hand. I feel like there's a lot of that in PI work. You're gonna be trying to be stealthy. You're gonna try and do you know do things without being seen. I think it's I think that's like clever. Like I think that's perfect. I think that's a really rogue, a very roguish. Um, like sort of yeah job. type you could yeah you could go with you could go down that like you just said like the pi route where there's a bit of deception you're trying to deceive people into giving you answers and stuff and all that i think that's quite cool that's an interesting take on that I, actually it's I not really, something i thought yeah i think stealing isn't necessarily something like because people think sleight of hand oh it's nicking stuff but not always it doesn't no, have no. sleight of hand is just 
illusion, it's, manipulation, yeah. distraction, you know. So we like that. We like that kind of rogue. What about the Tomb Raider rogue? Oh, so, like, uh... so think if think about it this way. If you were going to give Lara Croft a class, she is very intelligent, yep. very dexterous. She can f- deceive others with the sleight of hand, her charisma. I would say Lara Croft is a rogue, just with guns. I would have to agree with you, I think, hearing your arguments. Don't have to agree. That would be my, that would actually be my, how I, I would play a Lara Croft, because I just think... because the dexterity, the sneakiness, the, there's an element of, of theft, yes, uh, she's yeah. you know, Tomb Raider, mm. but I think there would have to be a I think there might have to be a multi-class with that. I don't think she could be straight rogue. I think she'd have to be rogue fighter. Ranger. I'd go ranger. Okay. Okay. Because you get pass without trace and stuff like that. Yeah, but you can pick pass without a trace with certain features. Not in my game, you don't. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well. It's only attached to the ranger and that is it. No, I'm joking. Um, But no, I just think like... I mean, playing the newer Tomb Raider games because it's more out in the elements, it's more out in nature and things. You know, you're in the forest, you're in the all this sort of gear. I think I'd probably go multi-class, maybe fighter, maybe ranger. That's how mm. I would probably split it. But there's got to be an element of rogue in there for sure. I agree on that part. Yeah, I think an element, but yeah, I think I think maybe I myself. I, the reason I would say fighter is because she's really good at fighting, uh, or even monk actually, because it's very. It just seems to be a lot of like hand-to-hand sort of combat that she does from what I very I vaguely yes. my very yes. vague knowledge of um Lara Croft mm. uh mainly being the Angelina Jolie film uh it's a lot of hand-to-hand so maybe even Monk actually rather than Fighter but that would work as a really nice multi-class because it's both very dex based obviously then you've got to like juggle with you're going to go wisdom or intelligence but I suppose that depends on how many levels of each thing you take um but I do think a monk rogue is quite deadly. <laughs> I think whatever way you that, yeah. that would be, is, you know, a ow. fucking terrifying beast, an absolute um, beast. Yeah, and I may have to look into that. <laughs> that <laughs> oh god! I, Excuse like, me while I roll up a character right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. See, what what actually got me thinking about that was actually first off Indiana Jones because with obviously with the whip. And, you know, he does an awful lot of jumping and swinging and sneaking and the, the stealing the golden idol and putting the bag of sand on and all that kind of thing. And that got me thinking Sorry, about Lara Croft. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. That got me thinking about Lara Croft. And then as a whole, if you were a Tomb Raider, being a rogue would be a good class to take. I know a lot of people, when asked, will often take like, oh, I'm going to go fighter and be a tomb raider and you know what okay i get that because you know the fighting of zombies and stuff you know kind of let's let's be fair nobody likes to run across a zombie and not be able to punch it in the face and take it out but actually you know you could just sneak around it yeah you could just stealth your way around it because most zombies are stupid yeah so you 
could probably just sneak around it as a rogue and not have to fight at all. Mm. And nobody will ever know you were there. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. Just, just, just for the. I think, I think I need to take some medication. But uh, that's it. <laughs> oh, just to uh, add the suspense. That, <laughs> I need the glug in. that we were talking about earlier. Because um, going in there, just like, sort of, at, you know, maybe as a fighter or whatever, and going in there like guns are blazing and like fighting everything that you see. Mm. It's like you can't really do that very quietly. No. Um, so, like, you're probably going to just attract more attention than you want in that situation. So, yeah, I think being very s- sneaky and stealthing around them yeah. and stuff and, like, just... Yeah, and I think with the sneak attack and the, you know, all that kind of gear, all that kind of stuff, I think that's going to help you in that sort of situation as well. So you're able to hold your own while you're fighting, but you're also able to slip away, you know, in D and D terms, uh, disengage, evasion, all that sort of stuff, and get the hell out of there if mm. you need to. Double dash and all that jazz. Oh, that is the other thing I absolutely love about Rogue is the um, cunning action. Being mm. able to disengage as a bonus action rather than a precisely as an action. That yep. Oh my god, so Guess good. It will get you out of a lot of scrapes. That will yeah. be like, can I action disengage? I'm out of here. Catch you later. 40 also, foot of movement. I'm gone. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, also dash. Like, mm. dash, you can take dash as bonus action or hide. So it's that's pretty sick. It's like a, it's a thing you can do. It's like really cool. Yeah. You have you can, it, it's, it, it's very versatile in that sense that there's a lot you can do in a situation, in a lot of different variation of situations. You can be like, my rogue can get me out of these sort of spots. I can get involved with this. And like when you start taking multi-class in like levels of sorcerer and stuff like that, you go, now I can start spell attack from range. I can area effect stuff as well and slip away and hide. So it's it, there's a lot of stuff that you can be done with a rogue. It's pretty cool in that sense. Okay. I so, feel. Yeah. Something that I find interesting about rogues. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people I know that have, played rogues often complained you know oh we don't get very much in the way of like cool features and that that was something that somebody said to me i actually think that they're looking at it completely wrong because the rogue gains the most asis out of all of the classes and where there's an asi there's the opportunity for a feature I'm not being funny, but I would quite happily give up some of my class features on other things to get another ASI. I'm not, I'm not being funny here. It is ridiculous how many improvements they get. So what they've got one, two, three, four, five, six. There's, there's six of them. I think most others only get four. Right, but on yeah, top of right. that, yeah, that's about right. Yeah, yeah. That about right. And all of these bits and pieces that they get, so expertise, evasion, uncanny dodge, your cunning action, your slippery mind, your blind sense at eighteenth level, elusive at twentieth level, stroke of luck. How can this not be considered cool? You basically never get hit. 
and screw with people every time you have advantage. At 20th level, it's 10d6 sneak attack. That's a maximum of 60 damage. Just from your sneak Uh, attack. It's ridiculous. I don't understand how anyone can say that the rogue class doesn't have anything. Because it does. And it's because of those additional ability scores, it's so... Yeah. So mutable. You can you can quite literally just pick and choose things and make it the kind of rogue that you want. You want a you want a telepathic rogue? Yep, you can grab that feat. You know, you don't have to worry about balancing your feats and your scores because you got so many of them. And I don't I don't get it. Stealing stuff by telekinesis. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to lie, I have seen it done and it, it's very good fun to watch. <laughs> there you go, guys. There's, there's, a, go. there's a finger Top waggling tip. there Top. as well from Tony. I can see it. It's just wigg- yeah. wiggling at me. Yeah. And like, what have yeah. I done now? <laughs> also, it was, a, it was a waggle of approval. Oh, right. Yeah. It was okay. like, That's I approve right. of this Ooh. message. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you also... It was a, it was a, it was an up and down waggle, not a side to side waggle. So it wasn't one of these. It was a. It was, <laughs> there's a, diff- um, a distinct difference. For our listeners out there, a lot of finger wagging going on. There's an awful lot of finger wagging going on right now. Yeah. yeah. Continue. Also, as the uh, so the architect that I've t- so my subclass, as I mentioned, arcane trickster, because yeah. I like having spellcasting options with my classes even if they're limited which also means that the spell the uh, character sheets a lot less to print out uh, which yep. are like <laughs> save on that ink <laughs> yeah it's honestly literally i had a bloody i was playing a level 13 druid for something the other day and honestly I had like oh nine pages of just stuff. Oh my God. Like, stop this Ooh. um but yeah so something i got with the arcane trickster um subclass as well it's a thing called mage hand Le- Legerdi- Le- Ledger Domain. Domain. That's the one. Ledger Domain. Thank you so much. <laughs> I knew what you were like, saying. No yeah. Idea. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, when you cast Mage Hand, um, you can make the Spectral Hand invisible, stow or retrieve objects, or use Thieves tools to pick locks and disarm traps at range. Um, and then yeah, so you can just dis- and you can also disguise that using. Your sleight of hand check, which for me is a plus eight. Um, and then also you can use, because of the cunning action, you can use the bonus action to, con- you can use your bonus action to control the mage hand, which mage hands wow. a cantrip. It's a- it, that's a lot you can do with a mage hand. Yeah, I think you still need to use the action, you still need to use your action to, um, have it like start it but as yeah like if you if you've got it up and about your next turn bonus action you can control it as bonus action which is insane i need to look up um so uh, it lasts it lasts for the duration yeah so it lasts a minute so mage hand lasts a minute so if you wanted to you could have the mage hand up the entire combat session doing other things in the background as a bonus action while you're there fighting. 
So if you're mm. if you're distracting, if you if you're like in a fun like library or a or a laboratory or something like this, and you're having a combat session, you could be there fighting this this you know enemy. Your little mage hands in the back there, nicking some stuff from there. I'm gonna nick this. I'm gonna take that. Um, and the guy's yeah. not gonna notice, or the or the girl, the bad the bad person's not gonna notice because you know, whoever they may be, yeah, exactly. Daggers at them or. Or yeah. the firebolt, or whatever you want. So yeah, Except. I mean that's that's top notch. That is top of the pops. That is that's good. That's good. Yeah. That's that's especially if you're in that situation, like you just said, like where you're stealing. Like say you're in that scenario where like we've got to steal something, but we have to distract them at the same time. Perfect opportunity to use that. That's our, that's ace. That is ace. I like that. Um, yeah, I mean my personal preference is the swashbuckler. That's my personal preference for the rogue. Because it just it's just fun. <laughs> it just it's just fun to me. Rakish audacity, fancy footwork, panache. You know, it's what I'm all about. The elegant maneuver. There you go. It's all that. That's what you want. The sort of old with a rapier. You're good to go. And I took I I had a an owl owlin rogue swashbuckler who took the crossbow expert feat as well. Nice. So he had a crossbow. So I was like no. Basically, no disadvantage at close range. We're just like ping, <laughs> got you, <laughs> and run like away. Right in the gut. Why not? Yeah, no. exactly. And I, I had a there was a rune knight fighter who enlarged himself to make he was a giant. So I was like, right, bonus action. I want to hide up his leg to use that as cover. <laughs> Come out, up fire his, up his leg, up <laughs> his leg, up his like trouser leg. Up his tr- Come down. Oh. Come out, God, fire, I, I and hide again. Um, <laughs> and hide again. No. And it worked. The DM went See, for it. That's, I was like, that's, that's, a, that's a no finger waggle. No, that's a side yeah. to side. No, no, no. That's and a I no. Went, um, and when they went to shoot, I went, uh, DM, I don't know if you noticed, I've got three quarts cover. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were that guy, were you? Well, I was God. like, I mean, I'm hidden. I'm up his trouser leg. What do you want? He's wearing studded, he's wearing studded leather armour. You tell me what you want to do. <laughs> You cannot see me. You cannot get to me. Your move, DM. <laughs> and if you I'm do get to me, fireball you have to come everything. Into... Yeah, you <laughs> have to you... go up his trousers to get. You have to get. And I'm sorry, but you definitely have to disengage from that, surely. Yeah, two, damn right. Not just one, but two. There you go. Oh, and yeah, and if that happens, now you've got advantage because I'm there as well. Ha ha. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, wow. Uh. No, Check and make, I think. <laughs> I, no. Can you, can you imagine how sweaty it's going to be up there? Just no. Um, ew, hey, I still, well. I still got like a plus to my AC for cover, so I'll take it. Wow. <laughs> no, my um, back in the days of three point five, my favorite days of your the days of your when it was all fields flashing <laughs> through Neverwinter. I took Rogue specifically to go Shadow Dancer. And I'm oh, really okay. sad that there is no Shadow Dancer official class because the Shadow Dancer prestige class was bloody brilliant. I loved it. And the Rogue was a perfect base for the Shadow Dancer. So now, being that there is no Shadow Dancer class, my go-to rogue is actually the soul knife so oh, the psionic yes. the psionic one so i think we've mentioned before 
I think actually we were talking about it when we were talking about the sorcerers because I took the aberrant mind sorcerer there. Yeah. And how the psionics in the sorcery weren't quite as good as for the fighter and the rogue. The soul knife is a fantastic example of how you can use psionics in games. It's it's brilliant. I love it. It really plays into the uh, the stealth and the accuracy thing with the dexterity and plays into like the magic side of things as well with things like the uh, psychic veil and the mind rend. So I love the soul knife rogue. That is one of my favorites. That's a lot but better than aberrant mind. <laughs> it's, it just does psionics better. And I think that, rogues and psionics go well together for the simple fact that psionics gives you the ability to manipulate things from a distance you know with your mind when you talk about psionics you're talking about empaths and you're talking about telepaths and telekinetics um psychic attacks things like that so rogues and psionics go very well together just in general they're very complimentary and i love it i think that i think it's great i love this class and i would love to have played it um when cal did his one shot it was a soul knife that i was rolling up and, oh yes and then i got stuck in traffic and couldn't play so <laughs> just sat in the uh, sat in a traffic jam outside of lincoln for two hours or whatever it was um Getting more and more I'm angry. Just like, <laughs> at the fact I could like, be a home playing D&D, but I'm not. I'm staring at the bumper of this Ford Escort. Um, grr. Grr. <laughs> grr. But just um, as yeah. you're saying that, I'm just looking at, like, again, multi-classing, because sometimes multi-classing is fun. Um, if you went <laughs> Echo Knight Fighter with Soul Knife Rogue, eat that. <laughs> so... Uh, so the Echo Knight, the chron- chronologist of fighters. Um, <laughs> Where you can manifest echoes. You can and you manifest, have like three of you. Uh, man- it's, it's, well, so I don't like the idea of it being called an echo. It is a potential. It is a spirit of potential. It is the energy of unresolved futures. And yes, that is fucking cool. And I would absolutely love to play an Echo Knight as well because you can, you know, beat people with a shadow version of yourself. It's great. But, exactly. <laughs> Then add but, sneak attack on that. <laughs> oh, would your echo get sneak attack? Well, no, I'm just saying if you. Or does class, your echo, echo knight, your echo counts as your? I I think echo knight. If you had an echo knight fighter that was multi class with a soul knife rogue, you're gonna surely you can either get advantage for sneak attack or that gets sneak attack as well. Something's gonna happen there. I'm not sure how you'd rule it, but I'm pretty sure you're gonna be in a situation where there's two of you at all times, maybe three of you at all times. You're gonna get something out of this situation. You're going to be able to spam that sneak attack. Your enemy is just screwed in that sense. Yeah, basically. Does that make me a power gamer? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. uh, Yeah, we'll we'll discuss that another time. Um, Yeah, but I think that's just as you were explaining that, I was just like, hang on a minute, this sounds very familiar to a fighter class. And then I was like, ah. There's there's also Mm. the Psy Warrior fighter class. Yes, Which is the Psyonix fighter class, which is, again brilliant but we're talking about rogues today because rogues yeah. are awesome we love rogues and yeah, <laughs> yeah I, love rogues. I love rogues i love rogues they rogues are yeah, they're, they're pretty cool so <laughs> like, 
Yeah, I mean, what is what would you say is the yeah heart hands for everybody? Um, what would you say is the um, least favorite of the rogue archetypes? I would say the thief because that's just very vanilla and go to. Um, Stun silence by the audience. <laughs> no, I just I'm just trying to think because they all have their own bits, but I think. I I would be inclined to agree with you there. Thief is, I think, the one that comes in the player's handbook. Yes, it's the one that you can get. The, it's the yeah. first one you can play, like Lost Minds of Thunder. It's like yeah. a pre-generated character. It's just a um, rogue thief. It's okay. But I I'm think... I'm looking through it now. I'm like, hmm. it's all right. I think my the problem yeah. that I have is that I've been playing this game for so long that... And the concept of thief as a subclass has been in there for so long that when I've played it just a rogue, doesn't attract you. Yeah. I've played it to death. The thief is the bog standard, you know, you quick go to. It's the pre-gen when you play a rogue. Mm. And the number of times that you end up playing a pre-gen rogue as a thief, it's, it's just... <sighs> I think for me, that's that's what turns me off about that particular one, because I've played it so much it just doesn't appeal to me anymore yeah i i want to try something else i want to try something new you know that's why i love the soul knife because mm -hmm. it's it's different it's exciting it reminds me of my shadow dancer days but the days of yeah, the shadow dancer the I... days of the shadow dancer are long gone now um yeah but yeah the what the fuck? What's what's going on here? Chev, what did you put in this tea? Um, nothing. <laughs> I mean, maybe, nothing. That's, maybe that's the problem. Um, I have but to... yeah, I would be inclined to agree with you on the thief. Yeah, I think, yeah. Um, um, yeah, I'm just looking at the thief sort of um, subclass now. And at starting at third level, it says you can use your bonus action to make a dex slight of hand check to use your thieves tools to disarm or trap or open a lock. I can do that with a fake hand. I can do it with a yeah, fake hand <laughs> whilst continuing as a bonus act, bonus action while continuing to fight like with um, Arcane Trickster. Precisely. And so just, why would you do that? <laughs> um, and yeah, I'm not. I'm just kind of. I'm not. Because I'm, I'm not like I know. I know Arcane Trickster well. I don't really know many of the other subclasses super well. I'm kind of just reading the thief one, and I'm not. Like, it's really it doesn't. Impressed. Yeah, no, like it's one of those ones you're like, mm, the best, it's okay. The best one I'm looking at is when you reach 17th level, the one that I'm kind of going, oh, that's quite cool, which is the Thieves' Reflex. Um, you become adept at laying ambushes and quickly escaping danger. You can take two to two turns during the first round of any combat session, which is pretty right. cool. Yeah, um, that is cool. You, yeah, normal. You so you take one first one at your normal initiative, and your second one uh, at your initiative minus ten. Oh, it's a little use, bit. Well, use magic so, yeah, devices quite handy at thirteenth level because you ignore all the class, race, and level requirements for magic items. But I don't know about you guys, but I actually haven't encountered an awful lot of magic items that I couldn't use in a game. No, the, only, the only magic items that I have 
are the armbands, which were I just had at the beginning of the session. Like they were just given to me by the DM, so I didn't even need to do anything with them. And a I've got a ring of regeneration that I found that I found in oh. some loot, which is sick, by the way. It's so good. Um but I'm sure I'm gonna really ups annoy Paul at some point. Um, next to my player, I'm gonna just be going. How long has it been since this happened? How many minutes <laughs> since this happened? Um, if you don't, if you don't know what the Ring of Regeneration is, um, listeners, um, it's pretty much what it says on the tin. But it's basically <laughs> once you um, yeah, you kind of you have to attune to it, which obviously you you do your attunement or you take twenty four hours, or whatever. But basically, when you lose hit points, every 10 minutes past you losing hit points you can roll a d6 and that's how many hit points you gain back um or it also helps if your character has like lost a limb and you're wearing the ring um ideally on not you're not wearing the ring on the limb you've lost because then you're screwed but um if you're wearing the <laughs> ring you can your your the limb that you've lost will grow back within yeah. D4 number of days or D6 number of days or something like that. Quite cool. Yeah, it's pretty sick. But like, I, I just had it and I just attuned to it. It took me 24 some... hours, but it's... I, I don't yeah. know why, but I'm now thinking of that Deadpool scene where he's, he's had his hat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's just got like little baby hand and like little nub, then baby hand, and then it's just yeah. the legs. It's, it's the legs in Deadpool yeah, 2, I believe. The baby legs. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Oriana's been sliced in half. Don't worry. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Give it a couple Luckily, of days. So far, I've only used it for hit, hit points. I've not lost any limbs, but no. it's, it's pretty cool. But yeah, and to be fair, the only reason she has it is because she picked it up from a loot pile because she's really into like gold and jewelry. She just likes it. Um, she's a little bit of a hoarder like that, so she just likes it's like the little bit of luxury she can get from her life. If she nicks stuff, if she sees something that's like a gold piece of jewelry, she'll nick that, but she'll keep that for herself as just like a little like a nice little, little trinket, little, yeah, yeah a, little, a little treat. Um, yeah, Oriana's can have a little bit of gold as a treat. Um, yeah, hello there, like the rings. <laughs> <laughs> Just collecting your, rings. You're like, my wife now, Dave. Yeah. It's like Papa oh, Lazarus. <laughs> I wasn't expecting any League of Gentlemen references. You've thrown there them you off. Go. Um, there you go. You know, in two kobolds, we like to surprise. Um, yeah. uh, <laughs> Ariana's out there collecting rings like Papa Lazarus. Yeah. But she... But yeah, she she basically she picked yeah. up the ring because she liked it. She thought it looked nice, so she's like, oh, "I'm just gonna pop it on because I like it, and it just you know I like the jewelry." Um, and then like twenty four hours later, it's given her all sorts of HP back. Yeah, she's like, I'm feeling a lot better. You know, see, um, this is this is sometimes when there's like an identify spell is quite handy. But I like the fact that you didn't know what it was at well, the time, or she didn't know what it was at the yeah. time. Yeah, all... above table, below table. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Paul told me because he was like, "You're gonna have to attune to this, I think, so you can like figure out like how you're gonna do that." Yes. Um, yeah. Sort of Makes sense. And also, yeah. then I could just start using it at some point and yeah, just quietly just straight off um, in the background. Like, oh, that's four. Great, fantastic. Four more hit points for me. <laughs> so every now, every now and then, your DM just goes, uh, "Have some hit points." So you're like, "What? Why the fuck am I getting these hit points?" So, uh, uh, you don't do, they, know do they count as 
temporary hit points or actual hit points? No, they're actual hit points. Actual hit oh, points. wow. Mm. So if you're at max, it doesn't do anything then, or does, or, or what? Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't do anything. Oh, okay. Oh, that's a shame. So I think that'd be cool. If you hit max, then just, you get temporary. You'd be like, I've that just got loads of hit points now. a very broken <laughs> item, I think. Yeah. Hey, um, I've got as much as the barbarian. Cool. Yeah. Um... <laughs> But no, it's it's really it's a really it's a nice bit. Of, it's a it's a cool bit of kit. Um, yeah, definitely. I like definitely. it. But so, so if you're thinking of like rogues, and obviously you've got the other two. Well, there's a couple more. There's like assassin, inquisitive, and phantom. We haven't talked about. What are our opinions of those? So Discuss. the inquisitive is interesting. This mm-hmm. would be good for the Columbo type, alongside the mastermind. This is a good one for. They feel uh, like you could switch either of them. They could use either of those for that sort of detective. Either, yeah, I think yeah. either would work. The assassin, I think that kind of speaks for itself in what it is and what it does. It's another mm-hmm. one of those basic ones that you get early on. I prefer it to the thief. But Phantom is interesting. Oh, yes. And a little bit creepy, not going to lie. Um the um the whole whispers of the dead and wails from the grave kind of thing that's very it's very strad yeah tokens this, of the departed as well it's the kind of thing i like it but i would have to be very careful about the kind of campaign that i played it in because it's very yeah it feels very emo rogue it's quite <laughs> Some of it is quite dark. Some of what you do with it is a bit, you know, some people might not be comfortable with it. So, like snatching a token from a departed soul. So, basically, you're taking a piece of someone's soul as a physical trinket. Mm, and that's a bit, that's a bit, yeah. That's very dark. That is very, that, that's definitely a very, Sort of like you're collecting trophies here. This is yeah. what we're doing. <laughs> admittedly, they have a use, you know, and then you release yeah. it and it disappears and it goes. But it's still quite dark. It's definitely one that I would only play in a group of people that I knew well and that I trusted to know, you know, this is literally just, you know, this is not be, being you, a dick. This is... You, you're not rolling up to random tables with your phantom bro going right no. check this out <laughs> no i i wouldn't because i no. i would have to either play that with um there's a group i've been playing with for what eight nine years i would play mm-hmm. with them i would probably play it with you guys because i think i can trust you guys to know that i you know ah screw it you guys all know that i'm kind of morbid and i have a fascination with weird shit so um you know, it, I trust it. I can't yeah, imagine don't. this is going to freak for the, uh, for out. The, yeah. For the audience's benefit, Tony's just there nodding while munching on a salad. So, yeah, yeah, weirdo freak. There we go. <laughs> I'm okay I with like, this. I do like the ability. I, like wa- I do like the whales from the grave, though. That's quite cool. It is kind of like... cool. Yeah, you roll your sneak half your sneak attack damage. Yeah. Uh, immediately after you deal your sneak attack damage to a creature on your turn, you can target a second creature that you can see within 30 feet of the first creature. Roll half the number of sneak attack dice for your level, round up, and the second creature takes necrotic damage equal to the roll's total as the whales of the dead sound around them for a moment. 
So yeah, that's quite yeah. cool. I mean, you could probably, I mean, that to me, I'd rather have that as something like a feat that other rogue classes could possibly take advantage of. Because I, I like the rolling be, half yeah, the sneak attack. I like it. I think it's a really cool um, thing, and I think it could be. It'll be really cool to have it as other rogues. But it's the way that they've kind of worded it, or at least the thing I'm reading at the moment. Is it? Yeah. You nudge somebody closer to the grave, and you can channel the power of death <laughs> to harm someone else. As well. like, it's very specific. That's very specific. It's very dark. Yeah. <laughs> Who hurt you? Right. Yeah. Wow. That's why I say it's one of those ones where I would only play it with a group of people that I really, really trusted because it's one of those subclasses that it kind of, some of the things that it does are a little bit dark and freaky and not everybody's mm. into that kind of shit. So it, it would have to be a table of trust and, you know. Yeah. I yeah, like it, definitely. but... <laughs> but, but yeah but I, I think that if you if you like rejig that as like homebrew that a little bit to be something different but i like the idea of being able to target second creature and then boom half the sneak attack damage on them as well that sort of thing you know there's a way around that that'd be quite cool that's a nice little ability without the menace and death and all that shit <laughs> but yeah um, yeah, I mean, that, that, that they have some good archety- archetypes, the rogues. And I think, yeah, I never played an Arcane Trickster. That's, yeah, that's more of a spelly type rogue, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that's that's why mm. I went for it specifically, because I just I just like having those as an option. Like like I said, I already had them already as being a tiefling, so I already had like Darkness, Thaumaturgy, and Hellish Rebuke. But yeah. I just like having the options, even though, weirdly, yeah. now I don't really use a lot of spells anyway because of... Um, because of the dag the, the dagger arm bands. Um but so I'm trying to since I've taken some sorcery a level in sorcery and leveling up when I do spells, I try to look for more like um util- uh, utility spells. Yeah. Than necessarily like combat spells. So when I took my um when I took my multi class level in sorcery, uh the like the spells I took were because I didn't actually have Mage Hand, but I took Mage Hand as a... So I could use the um, Mage Hand... Le- 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 Ellie? Ledger Domain. Ledger Domain, thank you very much. Um, and like then I also... The, the, other, the other two spells that I took were Comprehend Languages and... Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I took Absorb Elements as well. But yeah, I took Absorb Always Elements... Handy. Uh, yeah, it's a, good one. it's a good one to take, especially because we're about to go into hell. Um, the characters, not roll the damn dice, the cast. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, With- uh, well, I mean, you know. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't think you're that bad. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah, so I got I took Comprehend Languages and I also took Message mm. as well um, as good. a cantrip. I just thought these were... So, uh, yeah, I'm trying to definitely push more utility now, spells can i make a tend- utility recommendation though a utility spell it. recommendation definitely the rope trick the rope trick. if you can Ooh. rope trick i'll have to i have spoken with shiv about this when we were talking about our top five spells and rope trick is up there because what level it's is that? second okay now i can take that then because i can only uh, second level is the highest spell type i can take at the moment oh okay is that just let's have a discuss rope trick again yeah, okay are, are, 
Uh, yeah. so well, they just uh, educate and have bad memories. <laughs> so, well, I, I didn't want to say anything, but yeah, you, your memory is cack. Um, so, Rope Trick is a second level transmutation spell with a material component of a length of rope up to 60 feet long. You touch this length of rope, one end rises into the air until the whole rope hangs perpendicular to the ground, and at the upper edge, an invisible entrance opens to an extra dimensional space that lasts until the spell ends. You can reach this space by climbing to the top of the rope. The space can hold as many as eight medium or smaller creatures, and the rope can be pulled into the space, making it disappear from you from the outside. While in there, attacks and spells can't cross through the entrance into or out of, but those inside can see out of it as though through a five foot by five foot window centered on the rope. Anything inside this space, when the spell ends, just drops out and gets dunked on the floor in a massive, messy heap. But it is handy in a situation where you need to have like a quick getaway and at least hide. Yeah, like an ancient white dragon flying towards you at very fast speeds, um, which is the instance in which i used it uh ancient white dragon oh, level five absolute nope rope tricked out of there and hidden it <laughs> for about an hour <laughs> i i really wish i'd taken that now instead of snillock snowball storm because i have never used that spell before in my life well oh, when man. you next level up you can switch your spells god you we've only spells. just Annoyingly, we've only just leveled up, and the 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 speed of which we did that is making me think that that is gonna we're, we're gonna be here a while before. We're gonna um, be here a while. Um, I can safely say that that is well, probably I mean, a spell that isn't that doesn't get enough love. So, yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, you could turn around that. and say. DM, any opportunity I could just switch the spell out, please. Thank you, please. Especially as you've never <laughs> used it. I'm not going to use this one. Any, any chance? Yeah. Or I can just do Especially, it. Yeah. I can just do oh, it. Just do it you've never telling. used it, yeah. Yeah. I've never used it. Nobody needs to know. Classic rogue. I mean, it's not like this conversation is being recorded and there's going to go out to a public audience, so there's evidence. Yeah, no, no, exactly. No. This is just... <laughs> this would, it's all right. This will go in the bin. I'll just edit that bit out. Like, we'll just go road trip <laughs> and then we'll just move on. <laughs> They'll be like, wow, that's a weird bit of editing. <laughs> They mentioned rope trick and then just left the conversation as it uh-huh. there and just carried on yeah, talking about just, something else. Just there you go. <laughs> yeah. Redacted. Oh, no. <laughs> redacted. Just, redacted. Yeah. Um Yeah, but no, I th- I think that's a good that's it that is a good spell to actually it's quite handy actually. As an so, arcane trickster rogue, I can see it being incredibly useful because you can lean out of the space to cast spells or pot shot. You don't have to stay in the space, you just sort of hang your head out. And then fire, yeah. and then go back in. It's a, it's a very safe way of being a nuisance, basically. And I think it, I do like it being is a good. Nuisance. And I think it's good as well if your whole like party's getting absolutely battered. You're like, right, we need to get out of here, and you can at least have a bit of respite, maybe get some healing or whatever in a space where you're kind of safe and the rogue. And if you've got other, yeah. you know long-range attacks, then they can at least take pot shots and stuff. Yeah, because we've got a fighter, Moa Myerson. Mm-hmm. She plays blue. a... Fi- yes, yeah, she plays Blue, who is a fighter. Actually, she's a fighter rogue multiclass, um, but oh. her main attack is bows, like bow and arrow. So she's a, so she's a dex-based 
Um, archery, nice. Yeah, so she's an archer, so that would work with that as well. Um, and yeah. then we've got a sorcerer in the mix, played by Stephen. So that's obviously ranged because you'd have to be an absolute maniac to be a melee sorcerer. Um, oh, is there such yeah. a thing? What is... <laughs> Hi, <laughs> I'm the melee sorcerer. Whap, dead. <laughs> Punch. Strong, yeah. so the, the strong butch sorcerer with the. Yeah. Mm, I wonder who scattered, we could be talking about there. Um, scattered across the ground. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh wait, the str- oh yeah, shit. Oh okay, all right. I've never, I've never put myself. In- <laughs> I've. I've never the light bulb. They're glamour muscles. The glamour muscles. I've never put myself into it. I have never put myself into a melee situation except for once where I think that I slapped true. somebody. But that wasn't combat. That was I think No. No, I didn't that never happened, is it? I'm making that up. Um, I don't know. I, I slapped I slapped Shiv. Well no, I didn't. Kiva slapped Hawthorne, but <laughs> he did say something mean, so he deserved yeah. it. Yeah. That's no, what I was... what I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> from a in a from a from a above tables perspective, I've never put myself in a situation where I was the strong one. I've always gone like, no, I'm a I'm a really big hench sorcerer with a level with a thirteen armor class. Please protect me. <laughs> yeah, this is all beach muscle, guys. This is beach yeah. muscle. This is for show. <laughs> oh yeah, if you throw a rock at me, I will cry. Like, don't get yeah. me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> or die. Or die. Probably die. Probably die. Yeah. Um, oh my god! Oh. Making David I love Cadis. I love Cadis. She makes no sense. She makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. She's a legend. She. I love Cadis because she makes no sense. Okay. <laughs> I mean, great. I oh, love Cadis because she's awesome. But you know, oh, no, no, no. She's great, but she doesn't like. She shouldn't be that hench for a sorcerer. <laughs> like it doesn't make any sense. Um. Oh, you need to level her up to 12, by the way. Oh, thank you. I would have like, yeah, do it before. I think yeah, someone should tomorrow. probably poke uh, poke Callum before tomorrow as well, because, yeah. Actually, you know what? I might, I might have already done it. I think I did it. Oh, this is this I'm is actually, great I'm looking at the active characters this. now, and uh, only Hawthorne and Kiva are currently level 12. Oh, sick. Okay, this is uh, level 11. So, um, so. I've got Cal's number. I'll give him a text and remind him to do it. But uh, yeah, that just suddenly reminded me. Oh, so we get to. Just mentioned him on Discord as well. Yeah, I get an ability <laughs> score improvement. Yay! <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, rogues. Um, <laughs> we went really off topic for a minute there. Yeah, but doesn't matter. Rogues, <laughs> rogues are awesome. The slight twisting rogue. of the rogue into like a PI is, or, or a Tomb Raider is a fun concept. Yeah, and rogues are very adaptable. Mm. So if you uh, if you want to play a class that gives you the flexibility to be the you that you always wanted to be, with an element of sneaking and stealing. Without the repercussions of the law. Without the repercussions <laughs> of actually going to prison. <laughs> yeah. Live out your there fantasy you of being the a rogue. rogue. Is, the rogue is your class. Um, it's oh yeah. for you. The yeah. rogue is for you. The rogue is for many people. Those who like to stab, those who like to shoot, and those who like to steal. The three S's right. of D&D. Damn right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, 
we've been banging on for over an hour now. I think it's. I think we should call it a night before people think that we're obsessed with rogues. I am though. So I yeah, know. I was gonna yeah. say oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. I'm obsessed with. I'm super obsessed with rogues now. Yeah, that, that is cool. But yeah, um, this, um, is, yeah. this 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 conversation's just made me go like, oh no, I am right. They are the best class. Okay, cool. Um, nice, <laughs> nice. That's all right. They are. <laughs> I I feel very yeah, validated. Are. I feel very yes. validated in this. <laughs> This is exactly well, that's, what that's I wanted. What we, I wanted validation. Yeah. yeah, we were aiming for absolute validation. We we no. have done that. Uh, it's also, perfect. One one other little thing, which has got nothing to do with the rogue aspect of her, but I just want to say that now has got a now Ariana has a level in sorcery. She's actually got a seventeen armor class because I took dra- because I took draconic ancestry as this sub. Nice. Which gives Ooh, you a nice, bit nice. of um gives gives you a bit dragon hide. Do you get to breathe fire? Uh, no, I don't. I had to choose. Oh. I had to choose a specific color of dragon um, to go with, and I went for gold because Ariana likes gold. It do, gold is a fire is normally fire. Yeah, for fire based. And dragonborns, which she is because she's uh, tiefling and everything. Um, and yeah, so I don't know what's going to come up with that because I'm only I'm only in one level of it at the moment, but I can speak draconic, which is pretty sick. Um, but no, I just wanted well, to get go. that in there because it's something I'm very proud of. So no, but then, my build. But then that, no, but that gives you a good RP aspect because then you can talk draconic with more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can yeah, I can speak to the paladin character, which is fun. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's quite spicy that I managed to gain a level of sorcerer and be like, well now it, you know, I'm I'm up there with the paladin and the fighter in terms of AC. It's lovely. I love it. Get in there. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Cool. So, yes. Are we happy with the rogue? I believe yes. we are. Big time. So good. Fantastic. So, <laughs> big time. Double big thumbs time. up. Seven thumbs up. <laughs> Wait, seven? Where's that extra yeah. hand come from? Shiv. It's Who, Norfolk, what, what's it? Norfolk based. Norfolk based. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> if you're listening, Norfolk, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> um, so yeah, thank you, Tony, for joining us thank for you this for... very special episode. Thank you for having me. It's been no an problem. absolute blast. I love coming and visiting you, little cobalt guys. You're great. I love it. Thank you very much. <laughs> so yet again, if you um, go see Tony on Robber Dam Dice on uh, Homebrew Habit, which when this comes out, we'd have had another session. And on Monday for the one shot Furious Road with uh, what's it called? Fight. Final boss fight. Final boss fight. My yeah. apologies. Um, yes. And go check out that Kofi store as well, which I'll post, yes. post all the links and stuff in the description on the podcast and yeah. go get some Find good Find Tony stuff at Shawfire Designs, all over Tinterwebs, or as Tony yeah. Shaw. And the rest of us, yeah, you might find us too, you know, at Illyria Payne, at IO Shiv, you- at. You know where I am. Podcast. Yeah, go, we're here. We're yeah. here somewhere. Go, but the, go the important one today, the important one today is Tony, though. Go find Tony oh. at Shawfire yeah. Designs. Go, do it now. Buy stuff. <laughs> Stop it. Cool. So buy thank stuff you for because us. I can't. Because you know I feel bad because I can't. So go buy stuff on my behalf. Thank you. Yeah. Tell him everything. <laughs> thank you. And yeah, yeah thank Amy you once it. again for being such gracious hosts. It's always it's always a pleasure. Um, ah. Well, there might be a three-peat in the future. We'll see. <gasps> the three-call. <Scandal. laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, the threequel. We'll see. Love it. But yes. Oh God, I'll, I'll have to so, get that chandelier fixed. Um, oops. Yeah. There's an insurance claim there somewhere. Uh, um, salamander away. Um. <laughs> but yes, thank you for joining us, and we will see you again soon. So, if you're out there, stay safe and uh, yeah, enjoy your life. I suppose I don't know how to end these things. <laughs> How long have we been doing this? Yeah, like, too, quite a while. Anyway, uh, I just come. I just goodbye, like everybody. A, have a have a wonderful goodbye. weekend. Just Take care. Goodbye. We love block. you. Bye. <laughs> goodbye. Bye. <laughs>